Welcome to What's in the Basement, a new podcast from the Berkshire Museum. In each episode, we will explore objects and stories from our collection of over 40,000 pieces of art, historical artifacts, and natural specimens. I'm Craig Langlois, Chief Experience Officer for the Berkshire Museum and host of What's in the Basement. Today, we are joined by... I'm Kendra, the Experience Coordinator. Welcome, Kendra. What object are we discussing today? Today, we are looking at a tinware teapot made of tin plate. The teapot is tall and cylindrical with a conical lid. It's painted black with a red floral design, accented with pink and green. The flowers appear to me to be abstract poppies or maybe roses, but I'm no botanist. Our teapot dates to 1712 and was a generous gift to the Berkshire Museum from Daniel Clark of Tieringham. Daniel Clark was a local geologist who donated a variety of his family's historical objects to the museum, as well as a large portion of our early rocks and minerals collection. Thanks, Kendra. What is tin plate? It's a material I am not familiar with. Tin plate is sheets of steel coated with a thin layer of tin. Before steel could be milled inexpensively, tin plate was made of sheets of iron with a layer of tin. It's made by rolling the steel or iron in a rolling mill, removing any mill scale by pickling it in acid, and then coating the metal in a thin layer of tin. The process was laborious and time-consuming, with each stage having to be done more than once. For example, the rolling of the metal needed to be done four or five times before descaling. Plates were originally produced individually, or in small batches in what were called pack mills until they were replaced with strip mills in the 1920s. Strip mills can produce larger quantities of tin plate more economically. The strip mill form of production is what allowed the softer steel metal to be used in place of iron. Tin plate is the material used to make tinware pieces. So tinware is just any item made of tin plate, and that can include cups, plates, cans, teapots, and more. Tinware is strong, easily shaped, solderable, and non-toxic, and was used to make both utilitarian and highly decorative pieces. Kendra, as you mentioned, our teapot dates to 1712. What is the history of tinning? When did it begin? The practice of tin mining likely began during the Bronze Age, starting around 3000 BCE in Western Asia, the British Isles, and different locations around Europe. Tin was an essential ingredient in bronze production, similar to the sugar in a cake recipe. The practice of using tin as a protective element also finds its infancy in ancient metalwares. The differences here being that tin was applied after the vessel was fabricated, not during the fabrication process, with the tin layer acting as a sealant against rust. Legend has it that tin plating started in Bohemia, or modern-day Czech Republic, and was then adopted in Germany. Germany became the only producer of tin plate, with other countries unsure how to produce the much sought-after material. That is, until two crafty tinsmiths from England snuck off to Germany to spy on tin plating mills, and they found the secrets to its creation and brought their knowledge back. England then became the main hub of production 
exporting massive amounts of the material and using tin plate to make tinware until 1891, when the United States government acted the McKinley Tariff on the importation of tin plate. So mills took off all across the country, run by British emigres. Can you tell us a little bit more about why tin was chosen for vessels? Well, Craig, that really boils down to the properties of the element tin. Tin is number 50 on the periodic table and belongs to the carbon family of elements. In its purest form, it is a soft, silvery white metal. But tin is hard to mine. It forms in grains in igneous rock and is chiefly obtained from the mineral cassiterite. The separation of tin from cassiterite requires reduction or removal of oxygen through the use of a smelting furnace, which melts ore at a high temperature. So, as I'm sure you can imagine, it is a very technical and tedious process. But for tinware, the mining process was well worth it. Tin is non-toxic, malleable, has a low melting point, is rust-resistant, and adheres easily to clean surfaces. These properties of tin made it extremely appealing for those manufacturing vessels, especially ones that were going to hold food or water. It would be pretty terrible to make a container out of something that could poison you. What was in the past made out of tin is often now made out of aluminum or plastic. And lastly, Kendra, why did you choose this piece to talk about today? I think it's wonderful that something as seemingly humble as a teapot encapsulates these intricate scientific processes, entire manufacturing systems, and technological advancements. It makes me reconsider the items I use every day. So much more goes into the production of them than I had previously considered. I also love that though our vessels may change over time, they are still recognizable for future generations. It's nice to have that connection with our history. Museum basements can be magical places. Even though we can't have all 40,000 objects on display, we can glimpse at the depth and breadth of the museum collection through programs like this. I am Craig Langlois, Chief Experience Officer for the Berkshire Museum. I hope you can join us for future episodes of What's in the Basement.